I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Last weekend in the NFL playoffs was really, really fun. And it ended up being, I would say, that most of the games were tighter than anticipated. This is the weekend, though. This is the one with the Elite Eight, with four games. You've whittled through, oftentimes, some of the teams that don't belong. And the teams that are left are going to all have a shot to make runs here. As we welcome you back on Grant and Danny on the fans. So we're going to rank these four games this weekend, top to bottom, on G&D. We have opened up the phones for you guys at 800-636-1067. We want the game that you're most excited about. And if you have one that you think is going to be a dud, we'll take that prediction as well. Paul's in D.C. on the fan. What's up, Paul? What's up? Whenever you're looking at playoff games, you don't look at the records. You look at the rivalry. And Philly and the Giants, that's going to be a hell of a game. And then when you look at San Fran and Dallas, wherever you know it or not, like you said before, that's a rivalry too. You can almost see the buildup in the preview with them showing Joe Montana throwing the cat. You can see Jimmy Johnson guaranteeing that they're going to win in Candlestick Park, and they did. And so, you know, you're just going to see those reviews and those, you know, old footage of those guys playing in, you know, in the past games. And so the dub for the weekend is probably going to be Kansas City and Jacksonville. But Cincinnati and Buffalo are going to look pretty good. But if I had to rank them, I'm going Philly Giants 1 because they just flat out don't like each other. I'm going San Fran Dallas 2. I'm going Bills Bengals 3. And then I'm going Jacksonville and Kansas City four. Appreciate you. Thanks, yeah, dude. I think a lot of people might have the game you've got fourth in that spot because there's not really ties between those two organizations other than the, the Doug Peterson factor. I mean, that's the best storyline, right, is that Peterson was an offensive assistant and coordinator under Andy Reid, and now he's trying to knock him off to get through the AFC playoffs. The, the Giants-Eagles, I do think, has a chance to be a great game. And my logic on that is Daniel Jones is playing really good football. Jones this past week against Minnesota. And the, the problem I have, Danny, is I don't really know how much credit to give Jones versus I don't either. how much blame to give a Vikings defense that couldn't get stops or get off the field all year long. Daniel Jones played a game that is Jalen Hurts at his best, frankly. He threw for 300 yards and multiple touchdowns while being ultra-efficient, completing about 70% of his passes, about nine yards per attempt, and he ran for 80 yards. And it was actually more than that. They took away for him kneeling down at the end of the game three times. But Jalen Hurts, at the peak of his powers, as an MVP of the league at one point in time this season, was having games like that every now and then. But if Daniel Jones, I don't think he can replicate that against the Eagles defense that until the last week of the season was number one in the NFL in yards per play and number one against the pass. But if he can play the way he has, he's turned the ball over. He has one pick since week 11. You realize that? That's ridiculous. One interception since week 11. He's only got two games where he's been picked off since week three. I'm going to say that again. Since the third week of the season, Daniel Jones has only been intercepted in two games. 
for the Giants. If he protects the football, runs around and makes plays, does some of the things that he's been able to do, that game will be decided in the final three minutes. The key phrase there to me is run around. The Eagles had 70 sacks this year. That's the most absurd total. We should be talking every day about how how many sacks their defense had. Normally, your league leaders are going to be in the low 50s. The Chiefs had 55 because teams are always behind and throwing against them. And they have some good pass rushers, too. Dallas, 54. Patriots, 54. They were 15 sacks better than the number two place team. That would be the equivalent of somebody throwing for 50 touchdowns and the next closest guy being like 30 or 31. That's absurd as a team record. You could prevent those things if you turn, again, we talked about this in the first segment with Pat Mahomes a little bit, but if Daniel Jones turns what would be negative plays into either net neutral plays or positive ones for, for the Giants by running. I don't, you know, listen, he, he's going to throw it up Hodgins and Slayton and check it down to Barkley and all that kind of crap. That's eh, not really where their bread's going to be buttered. If he's able to escape and keep the chains moving a couple times or maybe a design run here or there to keep Philly honest, that's the most amazing stat of the season as far as I'm concerned, that Philadelphia had 70 sacks, one of the all-time totals. You prevent that from happening, the Giants can keep this thing close. Let's go to Nate in Vienna on Grant and Danny. Hey, Nate, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good body. Doing awesome, man. I just want to let you guys know, first-time caller, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Just moved up in the area. been listening to the show. I uh, just want to give you guys a shout-out. Jim Zorn says welcome. Right. As a first-time right. caller, we appreciate you. That's right. Uh, I'm most looking forward to, without it being home cooking, the Bengals Me too. and Bills game. I think that probably the most evenly matched teams that are going to be playing each other in this divisional round, and also with everything that happened the last time they played, uh, you know, obviously the game being stopped early and everything. There's kind of a lot riding behind this one. I like the idea of the Giants and uh, Philadelphia, but I think the biggest difference going to be is Philadelphia's pass rush. going to possibly be able to get the Danny Dimes a little bit too much. And then I'm least looking forward to the Chiefs and the Jaguars. I think the Chiefs are just going to be too much for them to handle. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, let's run through our rankings then. Mm-hmm. If people are giving us theirs and Again, if you want to hop in on the phones, 800-636-1067. We're looking for your favorite, your least favorite game of the four this weekend. Number one game for me, and it sounds like for you, is Bengals-Bills. Me too. This is about quarterback play. I've said this a couple times this year, starting in about week six or seven. I have now moved ahead. Burrow passed Allen on my QB rankings in terms of my pantheon in the league right now. Like, who do you want for the next 10 years? That conversation. Mahomes is still one for me, and I've got Burrow two over Josh Allen three, and then there's a conversation, and the door's kind of open to everybody else after that. I think Burrow has just been so accurate and so dynamite and is in such control of that offense and does not have some of the same turnover problems that Allen has. This is not to say that Josh Allen, the winter soldier, as they call him, is is not a baller. He's a star, okay? The dude is everything that you dream about and want at the quarterback position. But he's he's thrown five picks in their last three games. Yeah. He has two interceptions in six games this year. Two-plus interceptions in six different games. He will turn the ball over occasionally by extending plays or diving. He takes big shots. He fumbles from time to time as well. It's just a part of his game, I believe. 
Now, it comes with 40 touchdowns throwing and you know, seven or eight rushing and 5,000 yards. And so I would pay him all of the money to be my quarterback. But that's why I've moved Burrow ahead of him. But you get those two QBs. I'm just a, I'm a mark for quarterbacks in the same game who are exceptional. People pretend like they play head-to-head against each other and it's dumb. <laughs> I just want to watch Allen on the field. And when he's not on the field, Burrow on the field. That's number one for me. Those ga- That game before you know, we all know what happened, was on its way to being awesome the first time. These two teams have been on a collision course. You knew they were going to match up, and the winner would be in a great position to be the AFC champion. This, to me, is an outstanding matchup. Cincinnati, after the early struggles, remember, game one of the season, uh, a, a third of his interception totals for the year. Joe Burrow was awful against Pittsburgh. Since then, he's been a damn juggernaut. And Cincinnati's playing really good football. Buffalo's excellent. That's my game. Number, number two? T- number two for me is begrudgingly Dallas and San Francisco. I hate Dallas so much. I'm so annoyed that they're here again. I'm kind of tired of this uh, same rivalry. It's the same thing from when I was a kid. But San Francisco is such a juggernaut. I'm hoping that they beat the brakes off the Cowboys. What's your two? I think my second best game is going to be Giants-Eagles. I could be wrong. Philly might look a lot better and just turn the clocks back to like week five than I'm expecting. I actually think Philly can be had. They'll beat the Giants, but I think it's going to be in a three or a four-point game. I like the Giants plus seven and a half going into this game. Brian Dable is a star, and people are finding it out this year. I mean, this guy is a savant. He really turned himself around going back to college, being at Alabama, calling plays for them, goes to Buffalo, works with Allen. I think that's going to be a great game. I've got that narrowly over Cowboys 49ers, which I also think is going to be really, really good. I'm not pulling for Dallas, but I'm about to annoy you with what I'm going to say. So just be prepared. Here we go. You're going to pretend like I'm saying I want the Cowboys to win. And that's not what I'm saying at all. But prepare yourself to be salty. Are you ready? Yeah. I do get a little bit of joy out Mm. of seeing Mike McCarthy succeed Mm. because everyone pretends like he's such a boob. Like people think Mike McCarthy is a clown. And really... If, if I've learned anything about myself with some introspection in the last couple of years, it's that, well, I don't consider myself a contrarian. I get annoyed when there's like a group think about someone just because Twitter said so. Mike McCarthy is not a terrible coach. Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl champion, largely because he did coach Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But somewhere along the way, everyone just decided that this guy is a big boob. I don't know if it's because, he, you know, he's a chunky guy who's just a goofball. and I, I don't know. But people act like he should be coaching in the XFL. I've never really gotten it. I want San Francisco to win. So I'll, I'll reiterate, I go 49ers. I don't want the Cowboys to win. But I, I do like how everyone going into their matchup with Tampa Bay was like, I just can't trust Mike McCarthy-led Cowboy. Blah, 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 and then they just have a great game. And you never hear a word about McCarthy. Nor should you. But the talk before the game I thought was foolish. So that's where I'm at on that. But number three game is actually Jacksonville, Kansas City. This Jaguar story is fun. They were the worst team. They were a disgrace last year. And they've won seven of eight down the stretch. Only loss was against uh, the Detroit Lions. They have been awesome. They were the biggest joke in the league last year. A joke? They were They were everybody's punchline. And here they are. Nobody Each week, everyone bets against them, thinks they can't win, thinks they can't do it. And they dig up 20-point hole or 27-point hole in the case of the Chargers game and come back. I also just like watching Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid do things. If they win, they're in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. And so, therefore, my number four game, 
Uh, the reason I won't be able to enjoy this at all is because there's no excuse that Washington shouldn't be right with these teams. Philadelphia rebuilt correctly. It's an insult that we can't do it, and we haven't done it in 30 years. And the Giants can't start their rebuild yet because Brian Dable's too good. And we've got Ron Rivera who's going to hire a retread to be the OC. Speaking of the OC situation, oh, thank you. at 3 o'clock in 20 minutes, Ken Zampezi, the quarterback's coach under Scott Turner here over the last couple of years, is interviewing today for the OC job, trying to get a promotion on the staff. What do we make of that? We'll discuss that at 3 o'clock. More of your thoughts on playoff division round football coming up next. But want to get into Bradley Beal's return tonight in New York. What might we see out of Beal and the Capitals losing on home ice as we recap the Wiz and the Caps little State of the Union for those teams next on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.